Good morning. Uh, Just a quick reminder, next Sunday we're going to have a voters meeting after our second service, and there will also be a lunch provided. The Old Testament reading for this, the seventh Sunday after Pentecost, is from the 18th chapter of Genesis. Then the Lord said, Because the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and their sin is very grave, I will go down to see whether they have done altogether according to the outcry that has come to me. And if not, I will know. So the men turned from there and went toward Sodom. But Abraham still stood before the Lord. Then Abraham drew near and said, Will you indeed sweep away the righteous with the wicked? Suppose there are fifty righteous within the city. Will you then sweep away the place and not spare it for the fifty righteous who are in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing, to put the righteous to death with the wicked, so that the righteous fare as the wicked. Far be that from you. Shall not the judge of all the earth do what is just? And the Lord said, If I find at Sodom fifty righteous in the city, I will spare the whole place for their sake. Abraham answered and said, Behold, I have undertaken to speak to the Lord. I, who am but dust and ashes, suppose five of the fifty righteous are lacking. We destroy the whole city for lack of five. And he said, I will not destroy it if I find forty-five there. Again he spoke to him and said, Suppose forty are found there. He answered, For the sake of forty, I will not do it. Then he said, Oh, let not the Lord be angry. And I will speak. Suppose 30 are found there. He answered, I will not do it if I find 30 there. He said, Behold, I have undertaken to speak to the Lord. Suppose 20 are found there. He answered, For the sake of 20, I will not destroy it. Then he said, Oh, let not the Lord be angry. And I will speak again but this once. Suppose ten are found there. He answered, For the sake of ten, I will not destroy it. And the Lord went his way when he had finished speaking to Abraham, and Abraham returned to his place. This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle reading is from the second chapter of Colossians. Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, and you have been filled in him who is the head of all rule and authority. In him also you are circumcised with a circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God who raised him from the dead. And you who were dead in your trespasses 
and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him. Therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink, or with regard to a festival, or a new moon, or a Sabbath. These are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Let no one disqualify you, insisting on asceticism and worship of angels, going on in detail about visions, puffed up without reason by his sensuous mind, not holding fast to the head, from whom the whole body, nourished and knit together through its joints and ligaments, grows with a growth that is from God. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 11th chapter. Now Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. And he said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we also forgive anyone, everyone who is indebted to us, and lead us not into temptation. And he said to them, Which of you who has a friend will go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine has arrived on a journey, and I have nothing to set before him? And he will answer from within, Do not bother me. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, yet because of his impudence, he will rise and give him whatever he needs. And I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock. And it will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives. And the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks it will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more Will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? This is the Gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus told an interesting story today. A man has some visitors come to his house from out of town, and they arrive late, around midnight. This man has nothing to give them to eat. And I mean nothing, not even a few pieces of bread. So this man walks down the street at midnight to his friend's house. Now keep in mind, it's midnight. So this guy bangs on his friend's door and asks for some bread. The friend doesn't even want to get out of bed. 
So this guy bangs harder on the door, shouting that he needs some help, just some pieces of bread. And this friend inside the house refuses to get out of bed. He says, my kids are asleep. Go away. It's late at night. Just go away. But this guy downstairs doesn't stop. He just keeps banging on the door, shouting for help, waking up all the neighbors. And he's just asking for a few pieces of bread. Finally, this friend inside the house gets up, grabs some bread, opens the door, probably shoves it into the man's house. The friend inside this house did not get out of bed because he wants to. He just wants this man to stop bothering him. The friend inside the house did not hand out the bread because he loves this guy so much. He just wants this man to stop bothering him at midnight. Not the best of friends, is he? Imagine if that was you, and you went to your friend's house at midnight, asking for something simple, just a loaf of bread. Do you think your friend would be happy to see you at midnight when they're asleep, and you're just asking for bread? You would think with a friend that you could ask them anything, and they would give it to you. But that's not always the case with our friends in this world, is it? Friends in this world can get tired of us asking them for help. You would like to think that with a friend, you could seek them out and they would help you even if it is a bad time for them. But friends in this world can get tired of you seeking them out all the time. They may need a little space from someone seeking them out 24-7. You would think with a friend that you could knock on their door day or night and they would help you. But friends in this world may not want you knocking on their door in the middle of the night. It's a bad time for them. We would like to think there are friends who would give whatever you ask. But they don't. You would like to think there are friends who would help you every time you seek them out. But that doesn't always happen. You would hope there are friends you could knock on their door at any time, day or night. But sometimes even our closest friends don't want to be bothered, especially if they're sleeping. It's an interesting story Jesus told today. The friend in that story, the one who was asleep in the house, was not really a good friend to the man who came knocking. And that's why Jesus told the story. Jesus told the story because God is so different from the friend who was asleep in that house. In fact, God is nothing like the man asleep in bed with his children. God is nothing like the man in the house who refused to come down and help. God is nothing like that friend 
who begrudgingly handed out bread just to shut the man up who was knocking on his door. God is the exact opposite. God, your heavenly father, is jumping out of bed to meet you day or night before you even get a chance to knock on the door. Before you even open your mouth to ask, God is already there. That's why after Jesus told the story, he said, But I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And the one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be open. What Jesus said is amazing. When you come to God, when you knock on God's door at midnight or 2 a.m. or 4 a.m., God never turns you away, does he? God never tells you this is a bad time for him. God never tells you that what you are asking for is silly and that you should leave. God never once in your entire life has ever told you he is busy or asleep. So go away and come back another time. God would never do that to you. God could never do that to you. God is the type of friend who sees you walking up the sidewalk and before you even get to the door, He's already throwing that door open and running out to greet you. And God brings you into his home and has ready for you whatever it is you need. And to remind you what it is you really need in life. Jesus taught us the Lord's Prayer today. I know we've all prayed to God before for all kinds of things. But just because we ask for something doesn't mean we always get it. You could pray for a million dollars. That doesn't mean you'll get it. Because God is always going to give you what you need. Not always what you want. But a lot of times we aren't praying for silly things like a million dollars, are we? We're often praying for very serious things like better health or to be rescued from death. And those are not silly things to pray for at all. But God, who knows our lives better than we do, still gives us what we need, not what we always want. That's why Jesus taught the Lord's Prayer today. It is a very special prayer because it is the type of prayer in which every time you ask for that thing in the prayer, whatever it might be, in any of those petitions, God is ready to give it every single time. His answer to you in the Lord's Prayer for every single petition is, yes, here it is. So when it's midnight and we're lonely 
Before we even knock on God's door, he's answering you and saying, I am your father who art in heaven. Always remember that. When it's midnight and we grow tired of watching how the world ridicules God's name, God says to you, don't worry. My kingdom will keep coming in this world whether people are praying for it or not. And my name will always be kept holy and hallowed among my saints. When we worry about the things of this life, the bills, the cars, the clothes, the job, our futures, God reminds you that you don't have to worry. And instead you can pray. Give us this day our daily bread. And in that petition, God will remind you how he has showered you with daily breads all around you every single day. From the food that you eat to the very air that you breathe. Even down to every beat of your heart. All of it is daily bread from God. When the world reminds us of our sins, when friends remind us, when social media drags up the worst in us, we're knocking on God's door at midnight for our sins to be taken away, for us to be reminded that they are forgiven. God is already there before you're knocking. And he's saying to you, go ahead, pray as I taught you. Forgive us our sins. Because through my crucifixion, I have forgiven all your sins. I put them all to death through my death. When we are knocking on God's door at the worst times of our lives, begging to be delivered from evil, to be delivered from this world, Jesus is already there before we even knock, saying, Always remember, I rose from the dead as a guarantee that you will also rise from the dead. So pray, deliver us from evil and pray it with confidence because I have already delivered you through my resurrection. You may not always show up at the doorstep of your friend's house at midnight asking something from him, but you can Always show up at God's doorstep at any time, day or night, asking, seeking, knocking, and God will always answer. Whoever asks will be given. Whoever seeks will be found. Whoever knocks, the door is going to be open. And in everything that we pray for in the Lord's Prayer, the answer to you is always going to be Yes. Amen. Now may the peace of our God, which surpasses our understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.